0: Welcome to Boutique Radio,
1: where boutique owners learn how to run a business to build a legacy. All right, we recently saw a post on social media, and it was so relatable to hundreds of boutique owners in the thread. A mother made a tweet about how she doesn't want to be the girl boss and that her family matters more than her business. It fit right into this episode we were planning and our conversation that we have every week to help boutique owners run their business in a way that not only provides for their families and gives them more time to be with their families, but also builds a legacy. So being firmly rooted in what really matters is the key to having a truly successful boutique business. And at the end of the day, it's not about how much money you made or any fame or fortune, but how well you served and loved your family and then your customers and larger community.
0: Yeah, I think this is a vulnerable, a vulnerable conversation that some people are afraid to have because they're, they have a fear of judgment Mm -hmm. or, you know, people peeking in and making assumptions about them, but it, it is real and it really impacts your business. You know what your mindset is, what's going on with your family, et cetera.
1: Today, we're going to talk about three things that when you change them, they will directly affect your business and give you more time with your family while being able to grow your business. So the first thing is we must have right thinking and the thinking of the world is not the way it's full of lies. So whether it's a girl boss mentality or hot mess mentality, these two mentalities are even contradictory to each other, but rather than giving a false dichotomy as one of two options um how about saying no to both so the mm-hmm. truth is you can have you can run a real business and build a legacy while being a mother and wife who is present for her family living an orderly life has her books in order <laughs> managing her time mm-hmm. well staying in her personal sphere that she's been called to and showing up as her capable self and fulfilling her duties as first a wife and then a mother and then an entrepreneur,
0: absolutely. It's so countercultural. Everywhere we turn, every advertisement, everything that's marketed to women is like, "Hear me mm-hmm. roar." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, you know, some people are take that as encouragement. Like, you know, I can do this. I am a mm-hmm. woman but you take it too far when you start idolizing Mm -hmm. yourself and your femininity and you start putting that above
1: other things. So more than anything, just have your priorities, right? Know what really matters and ditch the world's thinking because it's not telling you that your husband matters more than your business. It's not telling you that being a mother to your children matters more than your business. So when you have your priorities in order, you're able to make your business truly support your family, not harm your family. And it really can go two ways. So all of it depends on having right thinking and having our priorities straight. So this leads us into the next piece is when you're prioritizing your family and remembering why you started your boutique business in the first place, it was to support and love them and provide for them getting the whole family involved allows you to do this in a way that is truly joyful and fulfilling for everyone. And it actually gives them skills and ways to learn how to take care of themselves when they become an adult. So Christy speak to this because you're the one with all the children and (laughs) you're the bookkeeper. So Mm -hmm. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everything
1: you're saying is true. Um, We
0: are able to homeschool our children, which I love and I'm so thankful for. I know everybody doesn't have that opportunity, but we've worked really hard Mm -hmm. to get our budget to a place where I can be at home. I can Mm -hmm. work from home and I can homeschool our people. And I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. But I've joked with people before (laughs) that people are born into our homeschool that they we start school on day one. And it Mm -hmm. kind of sounds funny, but it is also kind of true. I mean, from baby to adult, our children are watching, they're learning, they're constantly absorbing everything around them, teaching valuable life skills, getting them involved at a young age. It really does help them feel important. Like they do add value to the family and it teaches them that team player mindset from the start, right? Being intentional and involving our children in a family business does start young and it can continue and grow into a more responsible role as they get older. Their free internship days as a younger child can actually turn into a real paid position even before they're 18. A lot of people don't know about this, but you can legally pay your children to work for your small business. And the best part is it is tax-free. Amazing. I know those two words like ring in everyone's ears, right? (laughs) Think of the foundation too that you're setting for your children when you're Mm -hmm. able to teach them these life skills in a family business at a young age. Maybe you went to school, went to some business school or invested in your own learning and knowledge on the subject. Mm -hmm. And now you're able to pour into your child for free. (laughs) It's costing Mm -hmm. you your time, which you are going to be teaching them something, you know, they're absorbing Mm -hmm. what you're doing and they're learning from you on how to be a functional member of the family, of the church, of their community based on what you're doing. So why not teach them these skills that you have, that you've already learned?
1: You don't hear people talking about this a lot.
0: I think people try to compartmentalize because they say there's my work and then there's my family Mm -hmm. and they try to keep them separate because they almost feel like, it would be taking away from the family if they try Mm. to intertwine. Mm. But the beauty of it is getting them involved makes both of them lighter, happier, Mm -hmm. less stressful, because you don't have that stress of you know, I have to clock out right now. I have to stop right now. I can't let that bleed into my family time. This is my family time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's not that stress and constant tension between the two because you're able to sort of marry them in a good, a healthy way. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying keep work on your mind 24, seven, or put it out of your mind 24, seven, because your family is around. I'm just saying there is a way that you can marry the two that you can teach your children, these life skills, um, and get them involved. Even if it's small things, like they're helping you break down boxes mm-hmm. that your product came in. Um, they're helping you label things. They steam clothes. Yep. Small steaming inventory. clothes, little things that you don't usually think about, you know, you have to do the big inventory count at the end of the year because you have to claim that um on your taxes. Your kids, you have kids of counting age, jump in there and let them start helping you count, right? Mm-hmm. You can file, they can file receipts. Um, mm-hmm. and then those older children or at an appropriate age, you can pay them for their work so that they see the immediate value in work and they mm-hmm. understand at a young age real life concepts. I work, I do a good job. I work hard. I keep a positive attitude and I get immediate results. I get paid for this. Um, or even just seeing the benefit if you, even if you're not able to pay them, even seeing the benefit of being able to serve their family and seeing the joy and the lighter load that it provides for everyone involved provides for their parents or even if you're treating them with an ice cream night out, you know, like we worked really hard this week as a family, we're going to have a night out as a treat, or we're going to bake something special at home. Like Mm -hmm. it it doesn't always have to be paying them dollars, although you can pay them dollars and it is tax free. And we'll touch on that a little bit more in a minute, but I think There's so much value and missed opportunity from small business owners because they're so afraid they've heard all the warnings, right? Don't let your small business creep into your family time. Don't let it take Mm -hmm. over your life. And that is true, but also pull your family in a bit and get them involved. Let them work with you, let them sweat with you, and then let them reap the rewards of that hard work and see in front of them real life. I do, you know, I work hard. These are the results that come out of that. So jumping back into paying your children, there are specifics to it. You for sure want to check with your CPA, make sure you're on the same page, you want to document everything thoroughly, you know, so you can account for every dollar, but you can pay your children um, tax-free up to $12,000 in a fiscal year. That's a high dollar amount. To be able to pay a small child. I mean, some people aren't necessarily going to max that out. Some people are. If you have older children, you know, that may be easy to do, especially if they're working for you regularly. But definitely look into it. Can my business take advantage of this? So as long as you're not an S-Corp, you can pay your children as a W-2 employee and they and do not have to pay any employer taxes but if you become one or already are an S corp you can still pay your children but you have to pay employer taxes so there's definitely intricacies to it and like i said get on board with your cpa make sure you're on the same page and let them walk you through it but this is an option for you and your family and another way that you're able to train them to think of it another way too this is also a way that we prepare an inheritance for our children in a biblical way. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not by getting them involved, by laying the groundwork for this business, by moving past the hobby mindset, working towards a legacy, something long-term. So it's not just heaping up cash for your children to collect when you die one day, but it's investing in their future, giving them a sustainable income that will hopefully be able to continue to provide for them and their family one day as it has for you and they can pass it down generationally. This is what we mean when we talk about setting long-term goals, moving past a hobby, working towards a legacy. I have some clients that I've had really good conversations with who um, one is an older boutique owner, one is a younger boutique owner, but they both have that same mindset of I'm trying to get things in order. I'm trying to streamline. I want to pass down a clean, healthy, self-sustaining business to my children that they can pick up and continue, just like passing land down to mm-hmm. as an inheritance to your children. You can pass a, you can build a wonderful, strong business and pass mm-hmm. that down
1: to your children as well. So we just want to offer you some new perspectives and sort of a deeper, more meaningful way of looking at your business and not compartmentalizing things. As Christy's been saying, it's so interesting. There are some aspects of your business that you'll want to have strong boundaries with like the social media engagement and answering messages and and things like that. But The other things where it's in the house and it can really be hands-on and they can learn different skills and apply things that they've already been learning, all of those things can be a meaningful part of daily life. So moving into the third piece, we want to talk about productivity and getting the whole family involved in this way. It increases your productivity. And then there's other aspects that are very simple, but we want to sort of bring to The front right now um, around productivity and just the flow of your day. So, some things that you can think about regarding that. Um, One thing is using morning hours. So, getting as much done as you can in the morning, getting dressed first thing to help your productivity. Um, Morning will be when you have the most energy. If you homeschool, you can get schoolwork done in the morning. If your child is having a hard time, get to them in the morning, sit down undistracted, play with them. Also, my most dreaded chore, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we all have those, right, is
0: washing the dishes. Mm -hmm. Even though once I'm done, the feeling of accomplishment I have to look back on a clean kitchen is unmatched, but I work it up in my mind that it's going to be terrible. And so it's the first thing I do in the morning (laughs) because I know that's Mm -hmm. when I have the most motivation That's when I'm going to be the most productive. That's when the kids are starting off fresh and we've just had breakfast Mm -hmm. and we're ready to tackle the day. So I take that energy, and direct it towards washing dishes. Yeah. Know
1: your things, know the things that you, it's like, we just have to tackle the hardest tasks. So, and sometimes we just have blocks and barriers to certain Mm -hmm. chores like that. So know yourself and then strategically plan your day and get that stuff done in the morning. And um, the other big thing is eliminating time wasters. Limit your TV time, limit your phone time, use your phone strategically, um, no mindless scrolling during the day. Um, Mm -hmm. Use screens wisely, limit TV time and screen time, especially in the mornings. And this will exponentially improve time management and productivity. I have a funny story
0: related to this. This is a confession time, I think. (laughs) So I downloaded some food app looking for a discount when we were out the other day. It had to connect to my Facebook. So it reopened my Facebook. I've been on Facebook for a while, but it reopened it. And so then the next day I was like, I've been looking for something. And so I started searching for it on Facebook Marketplace because my Facebook was open again. Oh, One no thing way. leads to another. <laughs> I looked at the clock. It was like 30 minutes that I had sat mm-hmm. there scrolling through Facebook Marketplace like, oh, this is nice. Oh, mm-hmm. free. Oh, I wonder if this is still available. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. sucked me in as yeah. an adult. it's It's rough. So I had to delete it, shut it all down. <laughs> It's like I, I've got too much to do. I don't, yeah. I don't even if I didn't have anything to do,
1: I don't want to waste my time mindlessly scrolling through my phone. So we have to be very intentional with shutting these things down. If we just go with the flow, then we will literally be sucked into social media all day. We can't just mm-hmm. go with the flow. So we have to be deleting apps when you need to, having a plan. They are very simple things, but it they change everything. And the other piece is you know, you can always outsource different work in your business. So like your marketing and some of that social media stuff, you may hate that stuff and, but you know that you need to do it. It's an aspect of your business. Think about outsourcing these things that drain that time with family. There are aspects of your business that don't need to be integrated in your family. It you don't need to have the children on social media. You don't need to be on social media when you're with them. Um, And you may not like that aspect of your business anyway. There's all these little phrases out there, like um, the days
0: are long, but the years are short. And I wish I was, what's that office quote? I wish I knew I was in the (laughs) golden days before I left them. It's so true. You can plan right now. You can You can pay attention and be present now and make the most of your time. Now Mm -hmm. you can take the wisdom from people who've gone before you, from people whose children are grown or from people who are years down the road in their business and listen to that wisdom. Listen to that advice. They are almost all across the board saying, Mm -hmm. stop scrolling mindlessly, stop wasting your time, make better, get your books in order, get your budgeting in order, get your goals straight so that you can work towards them. So that you don't have all this wasted time. And then in regards to your family, you know, tune out all those things that are not important to you so that you can focus and give your time and your energy to those things. So outsourcing, whatever it is with your business is another way that you can be strategic in how you're spending your time, how you're spending your money, how you're spending the resources available to you.
1: Mm It all matters and it all adds up and it it all pays off in the end when you're making those strategic business decisions based on, again, that connection to what really matters to you and why you're actually doing your boutique business in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like you've said it before. Know your why.
1: Yeah. Knowing your why. It's not just for marketing purposes. It's to keep you aligned with making the right business decisions and keeping your family as that top priority. That's, I would say that's the most important reason to know your why and, and remember it. And the precedent there is in scripture because
0: as Christians, if we have any questions about our lives or what's going on, where do we go? Mm -hmm. We go back to scripture. We go back to truth. We go back to what we know. And so that sort of trickles down and teaches us models for us how to organize our entire Mm. lives, everything that we are coming up to or comes into our lap, you know, whether it's by our choice or not, because we do have things that are are out of our control providentially. We always have to go back to the core. What do we know to be true? What do we know our goals Mm. are? What do we know is important to us? And then let your decision stem from there. Not in reactionary mode. This has happened to me. This is what a you know. This is what other people are doing. I'm going to do this. You need to go back to your goals, your why, your starting point.
1: And like Christy's saying, when it's rooted in scripture, it's rooted in reality. So as opposed to following your heart and feelings, which again, this is the world's message, and following the world and what it's doing or what it's saying, and it's always changing and it's always setting a new standard. You are standing on the solid rock of scripture that's unchanging. Well, with the world,
0: the goalposts are always moving. There's always Mm going to be confusion. There's always going to be, you know, you did this, but you could be doing this, or you could push a little further, or you should be doing that. Right. Just constant comparing.
1: So if you want to invest in a really affordable education on how to run a business and be a part of a community of like-minded boutique owners, you can join Boutique School today, our membership program that gives you the roadmap to take your boutique from hobby to legacy. Whether you're an aspiring new or established boutique owner, this online resource and community is for you.